balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. Before I started taking Balance of Nature, I was really a huge procrastinator and I would sleep in as much as I possibly could. And since I started taking it, I've noticed a huge improvement in about every aspect of my life. I've noticed that my hair has been growing longer. My nails are longer than they've ever been. I feel better than I felt since I was in my 20s. I am more productive. I am more motivated now than I have ever been. And I'm older than I've ever been. So I think that that's a huge improvement. I really love Balance of Nature and I recommend it to all my friends and family. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. America, drowning in information, starving for wisdom. The Kate Daly Show starts now. So, so here's my question. Is there hope or better yet data that getting this third booster shot could actually prevent transmission? So there's actually hope. We don't have data yet. Where Chinese officials took samples over a year ago. And why has the data not been shared? No, they didn't isolate as a virus. That's the issue. And what we found, as you'll see in this report, are over 120 patented pieces of evidence to suggest that the declaration of a novel coronavirus was actually entirely a fallacy. There was no novel coronavirus. Hoping to avoid further violence and bloodshed, the public is to be pressured into accepting measures that will move the country gradually and legally toward communism, but without calling it that. The strategy of the proletarian revolution calls for the quiet conversion of our government into a communist regime, but under the banner of socialism. Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly Show live today on a Thursday. I have Uncle Milty. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. How are you? Uh, welcome to the show. Go to katedalyshow.com for all the podcasts and uh, check out the sponsors because they're amazing patriots. <laughs> and uh, um, I'm only going to choose patriots. You know that. And of course, welcome. And you know it's Thursday. So we have uh, such a uh, fun packed show for you today and so much knowledge coming your way. Wisdom, if you will, from the opening liner. I have Chris Ann Hall, the constitutional expert and attorney, popular speaker all over the country. And uh, boy, by the way, she has the Chris Ann Hall Show and LibertyFirstSociety.com is the website you should go to uh, for some more knowledge. Uh, hi, Chris Ann Hall. How are you? Hey, Kate. Hey, Uncle Milty. Glad to have you with us today. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. My gosh. Uh, what do you want to start with? Because there's so much at hand. We, we want to start with uh, our rights. You want to, you want to, where do you want to go? Sure. Yeah, let's talk about well, that. Well, I mean, I think it's worth briefly noting that there is absolutely nothing in the Constitution of the United States that allows Congress to issue a continuing resolution to do anything. They either pass a a law for spending or they don't. There's no continuing resolution. Mm. And I think the American people should be highly disturbed at the fact that they're using an unconstitutional measure to uh, suspend the debt ceiling, which is unconstitutional Mm -hmm. to begin with, uh, while simultaneously contemplating increasing spending for $4 trillion. Yeah. 
about that. Um, can, and I, can I be that guy that just says, look, if we actually had a constitutionally running government, we'd be operating at a surplus and not a deficit. Yeah. Wow. What happened to our republic? I cry. I cry for our republic and, and what's going on. I, you just can't yeah. even imagine. I also... Dependency. Yeah. That's what happened to our republic, unfortunately. Absolutely. You know, the military um, is told now that their religious exemptions will be scrutinized with the chaplain giving orders and, and, and actually inspecting your faith to see just how faithful you are. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you almost cannot believe what they're going to put the military through, too. And you used to be military. Well, how did you, what did you? What were your thoughts on that? You know, Kate, just because you're in the military doesn't suspend your rights. There are certain waivers of, and suspensions of rights that occur, but the Supreme Court and the DOD and each branch in and of itself has separate pieces of orders and opinions and, mm-hmm. and et cetera that actually protect specifically religious liberty as a matter of fact the the army and you know in, in addition to the first amendment mm-hmm. to the constitution in a, in addition to the religious freedom protection act in addition to uh what we have in our courts mm-hmm. that are securing the religious liberty of our soldiers and our service members the the, the army has three separate orders that secure religious liberty the navy has four separate orders the air force has three separate orders the navy and the marine corps they're the same there is absolutely no authority to scrutinize someone's religious beliefs when asking for exemption as a matter of fact kate Mm -hmm. well anybody who would know the first amendment would understand this but the supreme court actually siding with the first amendment says you don't even have to be a member of an organized religion, and your your firmly held religious beliefs do not even have to be rational or logical. They just have to be yours. Woo! I just got chills. Amen. Yeah. I mean, my yeah. gosh, what a great point, Uncle Milty. Yeah. Yeah, the the uh, Biden administration announced yesterday that if you get a if you get uh, discharged because of a refusal to take a vaccine, they want to give you a dishonorable discharge too. You know, that's a bunch of malarkey because I've actually read the internal documents of the services and the internal documents of the services actually say that right now, and I'm not saying in the future, but right now, mm-hmm. no UCMJ is available. They're not even, they said non-judicial dismissals are not even available right now. There will be no according to these internal documents, no discipline for people who are requesting religious exemptions. And that's because these, the leaders of these branches understand the rules that I just told you about. Religious liberty of our service members is one of the most protected liberties that exist for service members. And we have to understand the First Amendment prohibits government from establishing religion. And the very thought that a commander who works for the government or the commander-in-chief in the White House has the authority to scrutinize religion is the actual exercise of establishing religion. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, somebody wow. better tell the Biden administration. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god! No, because gosh. they don't care, right? Because yeah. these commanders... Yeah including the president and his mm-hmm. administration, their entire operation, their entire entire MO is bullying the ignorance out of fear 
to surrender their rights because right. they know they don't have an authority to force it. You're right. Amen. No, you're exactly right. It's to get the other person to back off and surrender and yeah. give up and walk. Yep, you're exactly right on that. And I know and you that's do- why, Kate, what we're doing here is so important right. because we've got to get this out. I mean, I have been pulling 18 hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah. Pushing out information, helping people. I've got service. Me- I have memorandums that I'm handing out to service members. Uh, that's how I know about all these orders. I've done all the research. We're we're really really working hard to get the proper information and the education out. The the, the unbiased information, by the way, that our government should be handing out. We're working hard to do that. And, you know, that's why I love you, Kate, because you have a heart like that too. Mom. And we want people to to be able to have the liberty that America was founded upon. Right. Thank and you. And hence your latest daily journal, How to Protect Your Rights Today. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so uh, in in that daily journal show, I, I give you the premise, the preface this. Look, I'm going to give you the legal arguments mm-hmm. because, hey, I am not uh, in favor of government mandating. I don't think government has the authority to mandate these things. But we have to talk about practical, uh, legal solutions. And so you have solutions. We've already sort of talked about it from a military aspect. But from a civilian aspect, the Civil Rights of 1974 says that every employee has the right to a religious exemption. And so everyone should be requesting a religious exemption. Then people need to understand, because we have employers bullying people too, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. People need to understand that once you, and this is key, Kate, once you put in your assertion of your religious objection, mm-hmm. the burden of proof then shifts to your employer, not shifts to you to prove your religious exemption. Merely stating your religious uh, objection is enough, according to the First Amendment, according to the state constitutions, according to the Supreme Court. The burden then shifts to the employer to prove that accommodating you would be an undue hardship. Now, the word is undue, Kate. Mm-hmm. Not, they are not to be free from all hardships. So what if it's an inconvenience to you? You have to prove that it is an, an inconvenience of such great sort that it's undue. Wow. And for two years, our businesses have been operating with reasonable alternatives to a vaccination. So there is no legitimate argument for not offering a religious exemption. Wow. Terrific. I know. I'm turning this into a short cast, by the way, so everyone can share this because you're right. It's that language. Go ahead. Yeah. There's another aspect of securing your rights. Mm -hmm. And you, we, this is part of what I covered on that show. I actually highlighted your rumble video about what happened to your husband. Excellent. And what I, what in the show, what I told people is look, securing your rights in the workplace is good, but you have to understand that you have rights in the hospital as well. When you go into the hospital, you are the ruler of your health, not the doctors. And so there's some key things that people have to do. The first minute, and I mean this most literally, the first minute you're in the hospital, the first thing you say to the administrator is, I want a copy of the patient bill of rights. Yes. 
Yes, they now legally can, have to give it yeah, to you. You can usually get them online, but mm-hmm. you want them to know that you know there's a patient bill of rights. Because when you read that patient bill of rights, you'll find out you are in command of your treatment, not the hospital. That you have the right to a second opinion and you don't have to be uh, run over like a freight train by some doctors. You have a right to determine your treatment. You are not a slave and a subject to a hospital system. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Gosh, I could not have said it better myself. And uh, we also have right to try. And I can't believe they're throwing people out of the hospital for just objecting to the NIH uh, Kevorkian protocol. And uh, people are thrown out and not able to advocate uh, on, and, and then put on trespassing charges if they come near the hospital. I don't think they have a right to do that to somebody. No, because if you see, that's why I said the very first minute you demand the patient bill of rights. Because even though you can get it online, you don't need them to hand you a copy. The very expression of that demand puts them on notice that you know that you have rights. Mm -hmm. Those patient bill of rights are violated when they throw you out for not agreeing to the treatment. As a matter of fact, the patient bill of rights expressly explains that you are in charge of your treatment, not the doctors. It even says you have the right to a a second opinion, which means if you have a doctor outside the healthcare system of mm-hmm. that hospital who's going to help you with like really viable treatment, mm-hmm. the hospital, according to the patient bill of rights, must turn over your records to that doctor and allow that doctor to become involved. And there they don't. And they don't. And they don't. My doctor told well, me a couple of weeks ago she was <laughs> not allowed to come see me in the hospital. What? Yep. Yeah, but that's because... You have to assert the rights in the patient bill of rights. You have to show them, look, Mm -hmm. I have a right to a second opinion. This is my second opinion. You will let my doctor in here. Right. Absolutely. Because if they violate that, now they're subject to lawsuits. Yep. Mm -hmm. Chris Ann Hall, the Chris Ann Hall Show, libertyfirstsociety.com. I mean, bravo. Yep. (laughs) All I can say is bravo. Uh, Thank you, Chris Ann Hall. Amazing. Amazing. She she works her tail off. Let me just tell you, for over a decade decade now, speaking across the country, be right back. Hi, everyone. It's Kate. I just wanted to mention my pillow. Dot com to you. You know, there's a lot of holidays and weddings and all kinds of things that we buy gifts for. And not to mention us. We buy things for ourselves. This is the best company for betting. I mean, from everything from dog beds to pillows to sheets to towels to um, to stopping snoring. I mean, get the green pillow, get the blue pillow label from um, MyPillow.com. What an amazing company this is. And Mike Lindell is doing a heck of a job trying to inform everybody about the election fraud and actually have the proof there and show the, the proof behind election fraud. Also, FrankSpeech.com. It's a censor-free Facebook. Go to MyPillow.com or you can call the number. 800-873-1052 and make sure that you are ordering put in the code kate get up to 40 percent off now oh my gosh you guys the products are that good i'm telling you i was shocked by them i was seriously shocked make sure you support the show truth and radio mike lindell and you're going to get great products it's a great threefer <laughs> not a twofer a threefer go to mypillow.com and get up to 40 percent off right now do it thanks you guys talk lines are open now Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. They're walking on the fighting side of me. Running down a way of life are fighting minutes caught 
When you're running down our country horse, you walk in on the fighting side of me. Well, Merle said it best, the fighting side of me. Uh, wow. All right. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. Happy to have you. And hopefully you're checking out uh, katedalyshow.com, getting all the clips. I was on Alex Jones uh, today. I was guest hosting, and my guest was Dr. Lee Merritt. And she talked about how to stay out of the hospital, how to treat this at home, what to do. Because as flu and cold season's on its way, a lot of people are going to freak, and they're going to think they have COVID. And so this is how to deal with it without having to go into the hospital, do every single thing that you can to avoid going into the hospital. Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't uh, I don't trust the hospitals anymore after what I've seen. Sorry. Um, make sure you go to MyPillow.com. Mike Lindell and I have partnered up, and he's an amazing, amazing advocate for truth and radio. And let me just tell you, when you buy pillows and sheets and all the things you're already going to buy for your home and for you, uh, you're also helping this show and you're helping Mike Lindell expose the fraudulent election. So this is so important. Get get over to MyPillow.com and it's 66% off. Take advantage of it. And if you're hearing all the stories about the uh, shipment containers being held and, you know, held outside the ports, sitting in the water and not being able to, uh, to dump their products uh, into the States, well, now you know why you have empty shelves. Is this a manipulated situation i'm gonna say yes just like the gas crunch in the 70s i know same thing the same all thing. the tankers were offshore yes and that was all a lie you guys yep. they were never ever that we were never in a shortage it was completely manipulated in the 70s there's so there's proof a mile high on that one um and so we are we're gonna face this and we had better be prepared and i would say do your prepping stock up make sure you have what you need i mean all the way down to washing your clothes and dishes and and i mean every kind of think out everything that you would need uh because i i have a feeling we're going to see some bare shelves and i would do your christmas shopping right now i mean i really i really mean that i, I don't we're gonna i think we're gonna face some big things this winter yep yeah it's looking that way anyway um and I so appreciate Chris Ann Hall for coming on. That was amazing. In the in the next hour, we're going to have Jamie Weingard come on, and she's going to be talking about, she's actually meeting with attorneys, and she's going to talk about what's working as far as your job and employment telling you to get the job, hmm. and you don't want it. What can you do? What are your alternatives? Very powerful hour coming up on the show there, too. Um, so let me play. These are some clips from the funeral director. And I just wanted to get you what you thought, Uncle Milty. These are some clips. My, my, friend, my friend Deb um, brought me these clips, and I'm so, I'm so appreciative to her and her hard work. So here you go. Here's the funeral, detector in the, uh, funeral, de- funeral director in the U.K. talking about the fact that he did not see a pandemic of any sort, and he's not afraid to whistleblow. Here is uh, here is his additional comments. Here you go the way that they're doing, I suspect that they won't think twice about silencing people like myself. Um, And I know my days are numbered for for daring to speak the truth. But the reality is this, there is no COVID pandemic, and I'm living proof of that. Um, It's, it's all been designed to get you to believe it and to take a, a, a vaccine, a vaccine that they're now, do you know how many children I've had in, or that I've heard through the, my network of funeral directors in maybe a 50 or 60 mile radius, children that have died from COVID in the last, well, since it began. Not one, <laughs> not a single not child one. has yeah. passed away from COVID that I'm aware of. And I would be aware because it would be big news. You know? Yeah, don't you? I mean, my gosh. Wow. Okay, here's another one. 
you know now um the one thing that's going to happen is the children the second thing that we're going to find right is in the nhs they're in the same circle that i am they see what's happening and i can tell you they see the suffering before that deceased comes to me so they know full well that this um, delta variant they mentioned a while ago is vaccine injury and i've had that confirmed to me by a plethora of medical um, specialists one of them i looked after last year he was a guy that lost his partner um, and he confided in me he said they're extremely dangerous please john don't touch them and this man has a family and he said that he would never take it ever he said because they're extremely dangerous and he went on to explain to me um that the uh the testing procedures were actually halted they were getting through 200 rhesus monkeys a week that was testing because they were all dying so they stopped animal testing and this is the same stuff they're putting in your veins in in these immunization centers um for a kebab for a free taxi ride for a reduction in your jail term you know wow <laughs> i don't know how to better say it than what he just said it's i mean you know, we've been saying since the beginning that the numbers just don't justify what's going on. And the answer is always, well, if it was your grandmother, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. the fact is that not that only four and a half million people mm -hmm. have eight billion uh, I know. have um, died. I know. I saw uh, I saw a meme. I saw a meme yesterday and it was from somebody that's extremely liberal. And the meme was, look. This is the bottom line. If you never really had to wear a mask, then the most I have to say to you is I'm sorry, okay, for having to wear a mask. But are you going to say sorry for killing somebody? And I thought, here's the problem. Here's the problem. They actually think people are peeling off dead around them. And there's no evidence of that. They have never seen that in two, almost two years. But they think in their head, because of the media propaganda, that everybody is on the verge of dying, that we're all vulnerable, that no one has an immune system in the year 2021, and that everyone is about to die. So that fear prompts a meme as stupid as that, because there's no logic in the meme. There's no logic. There's absolutely nothing except hardcore emotion for the stupid, because only the stupid are going to believe that everyone's on the verge of dying right now. And 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 they're proving that right and and people aren't dying at home they're not dying on the street they're not suddenly dying in the supermarket well they're dying in icus but they're not dying anywhere else of supposed covid so it, it's it's the memes that are written that contain not an ounce of common sense or logic drive me probably up the wall the most if if a, if everyone would just in their mind instead of thinking mm -hmm. covid change covid back to influenza <laughs> yes and you will realize yeah, yeah. what's going on oh isn't that the truth or influenza c because that adds the respiratory yeah <laughs> right it's all the symptoms plus respiratory and taste and smell i'm not joking flu c yep. go look it up um no i love this i love this uh, this guy and here's one more clip from that too you have a, a crematorium next door and a huge mortuary next door you tell me what that is for at this place and time where we are now why do we need these facilities building when the economy is on its knees who is that benefiting and what is it for i would suggest it's for people that will not accept these lethal injections because you're over the next <clears throat> five years you're going to see 
pretty much everyone that you know and love potentially die if they're a vaccine recipient. And I've heard this. This is, this is um, things that I've heard from far more qualified, eminent specialists than me, highly respected men, universally acclaimed. Um, and I am seeing the start of that as an undertaker now with people coming in in their 40s, 50s. I've got a guy in, in his 30s. Um, <clears throat> you know, people that shouldn't be dying. They shouldn't be getting heart conditions. They shouldn't be suffering stroke. Um, and that's happening right now. And yet now they're targeting children. When will people wake up? Will it be when children die or will they believe the new variant yarn that they're going to be told? And I can tell you that's what they will say. It's a brand new variant. It's targeting children. We've all got to protect the children. And they may well try and mandate on the back of that. And then the manhunt begins and they'll be able to fill up these large quarantine centers, won't they? Wow. They've actually already named the new variants called R1. <laughs> wow. Came from uh, Japan. Yeah, I saw that. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah, I've got a quick joke. You guys ready for a little levity? Okay. <laughs> yeah, All right. So, so this Amish guy comes in town. He comes into town every once every year, mm -hmm. you know, just to get supplies. And then he, he just trying try to try to, to keep his distance the rest of the year. He comes into town in the middle of 2020. He's like, what's all the hubbub? Everybody's talking about this COVID-19, the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And the guy said, yeah, don't you know we're in the middle of a pandemic? And the, the Amish guy says, no, I don't have a TV. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> I've, I've got 20. Yeah. <laughs> I've got 20 kids. But, but, but on a more serious note, so right. I'm a window washer up here in northern Utah. Uh -huh. And I know, I, I estimated one time, because I'm the guy that circulated the flyer in my congregation to let everybody know this is a big hoax back mm -hmm. in February. Mm -hmm. And I calculated that I probably know over 4,000 people based on all my contacts. Because I, I go to a different, like three or four different houses every day. So mm -hmm. I have that advantage. Literally, this is totally honest, Kate and mm -hmm. Uncle Milty. I have only heard of two people, and that's people that I've known right. that have uh, presumably died, and they were both very elderly of the COVID. Yep. Yep. That's Nobody so, else that's that I it. know or right. members of their families have died. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah. You know what? I love his call because yep. a plague is when 20 to 30 people in your immediate family or friend circle peel off and die without any other uh, illness or anything. They just die not knowing a person with an illness. Knowing a person with an illness, I know somebody with cancer, that doesn't mean everyone has cancer or is going to get cancer. That's right. And so we have to really start thinking logically and spreading that, making sure that people get the fear back down. And he was right about the TV. This is the reason everyone's running around so fearful. And uh, by the way, Dr. Lee Merritt's going to join us in the next segment. She's going to talk about uh, what we talked about on Alex Jones a little bit and give you Great. some uh, insight on what to do to stay out of the hospitals. Right now, I'm I'm really fearing for people that go into the hospital because by the time you're in it sitting in an ICU it's a little too late because they want to vent you within days within a few days and they've been really successful at talking people into going on the ventilator and that's scary so yeah um but no I love his phone call I you know we um we just what do you do what do you do to explain to somebody how they've been deceived how do you do that successfully i don't know anymore that, that, well I, we I tried which, everything <laughs> you know we've been talking about this for 20 months yeah and straight 20 months three hours a day and you know why when people say well you're so focused on because you're getting 
the rest of the day and night from the media, right? And mm-hmm. so the, the rest of America is getting bombarded with propaganda. This is the only three hours of solid truth you're going to hear in the day. And we're telling it. And I want to make sure to get those messages out because they get the advantage of telling you propaganda 24-7. And it's everywhere. So you're bombarded with it. You walk into a store, what is the messaging? Billboards, what's the messaging? Uh, Street signs. I mean, it's... Yeah. If you think you're sick... (laughs) Oh, geez. I mean, maintain your social distance. I mean, if I see that one more time, I'm going to scream. That was built on the premise from a 14-year-old that worked for... Her dad worked for the Bushes, and she came out with a, hey, everyone, did you know you can infect 10,000 people? Well, did you know that you can't infect 10,000 people? (laughs) Did you know that you can... I mean, honestly... You can't infect as many people as you think you can because they have an immune system. So that's what uh, drives me crazy, too, is this sudden notion that we're all vulnerable. I hate it. Um, But uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about how to stay out of the hospital. This is probably the one key thing I get emails on besides exemptions right now is what can I do? What do I need to have on hand? What do I need to order right now? NAC, from what I've heard, may be flying off those shelves per the FDA and you won't be able to get it past January. I am telling you, you better stock up on uh, a lot of items, but we'll get right back on this because... I'm telling you, this is a this is a problem. Be right back, Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Make sure you go to Balance of Nature, balanceofnature.com. What a fantastic supplement that is. Um, I highly recommend it. I recommend it off the air, too, to friends and family. I've got a lot of people on that because I really care about them. Go to balanceofnature.com. Let this be the foundation for your immune system. This is a fantastic product, phytonutrients, 31 fruits and vegetables on a daily dose, and it's quick to take, easy to take. You'll love it. Put in the code Kate. Put in the code Kate, just like my pillow. Put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E, and get 35% off in free shipping and do it. I'm serious. And stock up. I would have extra on hand. We're going to be talking about this in this segment with the fabulous Dr. Lee Merritt, Frontline Doctor. How are you? Hey, good. I'm so glad uh, you're joining me. We had a great end, time. I love your song. Oh, thanks. The end of the world, yeah. and I'm still here. <laughs> and I feel fine. I feel that way. <laughs> Don't you, though? Uh, you were the past president of the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, and, uh, and of course, themedicalrebel.com. Don't forget the word the. Themedicalrebel.com. What a fantastic site. And you're going to be referring to that site today. It'll also be in show notes on the on my site, too, katedallyshow.com. So. Um, but I, want, I asked Lee to come on because we actually... Actually, we're just on the Alex Jones show, and she just lit it, man. She was awesome. And you were talking about how to stay out of the hospital because I fear for people going in there now. And so our biggest advice can be do everything you can do, just like Peter McCullough says, just like you say, stay out of the hospital and treat it at home because this is easily treatable. What items should we all have on hand? Should we be ordering or going and getting right now? Yeah, and I think it's interesting, by the way, Kate, that you, I, and and another leading 
female doctor in the fight here. We all had our husbands in the hospital. Isn't that crazy? And so yeah. we know why you don't want to go there. Yes. It's a dehumanizing, you know, it's horrible. And they're not there to help you anymore. Uh, I was lucky. I finally got my friend to take care of my husband. And that's what made the difference. But, you know, not yeah. everybody has that luxury. Right. So, yes, you need, first of all, I have people that call me with problems and I want to help them, but they don't have the equipment. So the first thing is to say, and, and do it now. There's a, maybe a shutdown happening of transportation and shipping, and things are going to get scarce real fast here. Mm-hmm. So I would don't wait. I would okay. get a nebulizer. The nebulizer is what you can open up your lungs with. So right. that, and they're not that expensive. And get a pulse oximeter because it really helps us know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, a, one of the weird things in this problem this winter has been that people don't look that short of breath, but their oxygen level is low, and then they drop off the cliff. They just get worse, like, over mm-hmm. a matter of hours. So we really need to know what your pulse oximeter reads. So that's two things I would get, and have a thermometer, you know, right. not one that takes batteries, preferably. Right, right. So, um, yeah, those three things definitely. And, and one of the things you can do, for example, the minute you start getting sick, now on my site I've got the nine supplements I think everybody should take for health, but I also have those that are specific to to this COVID outbreak, even though, you know, we've done nothing, our, our leaders have done nothing to really drill down and understand what we're facing here. Mm-hmm. We don't know how many of these people are dying of flu versus something else. Right. We, um, we know some things now. We've learned some things about treating these illnesses that hit us in the winter more than we ever did. And so I've got a list of how to deal with it, you know, the vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, there's selenium, quercetin, but I go on the website, that there's a big red bar, and it's everything COVID, and it tells you the supplements you need to help and other strategies to help in this disease. Right. Yeah, um, I would also get some liquid Lugol's iodine. Mm-hmm. I got Lugol's because that's the old-time formulation that doctors for a century or more have Can used. Can you spell that? And L-U-G-O-L apostrophe S, Lugol's. Okay. It's, and other people make it. It's other, that's just what it's called, Lugol's okay. iodine. And so one of the things, and um, I guess it's Dr. Brownstein's formula, mm-hmm. okay. uh, but, but it's a good idea. I mean, I was doing a modification of this. I just hadn't put the iodine in. That when you, uh, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. the minute you start having any kind of lung issue, you might want to try this. Um, and it's probably a good prophylaxis regimen to do a couple times a week where you, have a, you use the nebulizer and then you put in, one part hydrogen peroxide and mm-hmm. two to three parts of water. Okay. 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 And um, I'd use filtered. I wouldn't use fluoridated water because that'll just get absorbed. And then one or two drops of, of the iodine. Okay. Iodine is a great antiseptic, probably better than anything. So it really kills things. So, um, and it's not toxic. If, the, if that's too strong on your lungs, you can go down to one and seven on the, on the hydrogen peroxide. Okay. So I love this. Yeah. And then the other thing to say is multiple people can use one nebulizer. The way you can clean, but clean the, um, if you're, you know, household mm-hmm. housemates, is, you know, you're touching each other anyway. You're not going to get a new drug germ that quickly. But what, when I, what you can do is take off the mouthpiece and put it in your dishwasher and clean it. That sterilizes mm. it well. Steams it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love you that. You have to do it all the time, but and that's what I do. So I tell people to get an IV nutraceutical. Go to a nutraceutical business. They're yep. everywhere. They're mobile. They'll come to your home even and uh, and get that big push of vitamin C and glutathione, right? And and D, which is super yep. important. Um, because if somebody's really getting sick, I've found that that's, that's just such a, a an answer. How do you feel about that? Well, I think that's, that's perfect. I did it myself. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I got I first I got ozonated. I yes. got ozonated. I right. got glutathione, and I got a, a big um, multi nutrition pack thing with vitamin C. Now the 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 reason though, one of the things that I think we desperately need the re- what is the reason that most people end up in the hospital? Mm-hmm. They kind of wait too long for care. Okay, right. they go too long before they get on the the medication. Now. Budesonide also, you mentioned it earlier on the Alex Jones show, but mm-hmm. budesonide is a great steroid for your nebulizer. Right. It's expensive, so not everybody can afford it if they don't have insurance. That's why, you know, for cash, it's something like $200 for 10 days worth, So, mm-hmm. uh, and that'll go up. Right. But that's, that's a good thing to have. Any antibiotics you give, get a hold of ivermectin right now. Put it in the house. We know that works against some of this stuff, and the earlier you start it, the better. I mean, one of the reasons that the death rate is so low around the world in several in, in a number of countries is because mm-hmm. they're free enough to walk down to the corner store and buy hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. Right. So, so um, how do they get it? How do they how are, well, how, how do you get it? Because that's the biggest question I'm getting right now. And they're trying America's Frontline Doctors website, but that they're having a hard time getting back to so many people. Then there's myfreedoctor.com. What would you suggest in getting ivermectin? Right. Right. And there's also drstellamd.com. Um, well, you can. You don't need a doctor to get it offline. The problem is, your and my FDA is now interdicting the out, getting the United States Postal Service to interdict shipments of uh, ivermectin as if it were heroin. It's just no, incredibly my. bad. So they're doing that, and they're doing everything. You know, now they want to make NAC illegal except by prescription. Right. What is the point here? You, people need to understand, and they need to demand that we get rid of the FDA. Yeah. The FDA has become the Politburo that's stopping good health care here. The NIH has become nothing more than a a mob cartel that controls all the hospitals. Mm -hmm. They're pushing remdesivir and not what you need. So this is a... We got to we got to take the bad guys down if we're ever going to survive this ultimately. Absolutely. In the meantime, we need to survive to do it. What about the animal version? A lot the paste. A lot of people right. are asking me about the paste. What what do you say about that? Right. Ivermectin. So paste. Yeah, there's paste, and apparently there's a rub on, mm-hmm. and there's an IV one percent. Mm-hmm. Personally, I I get the IV one percent. The reason is you're not going to put an IV in you. You're going to take it orally, and it tastes bad. But it's it's the most for your bang for your buck. Okay. You know, you can when you get the prescription three milligram tablets from your pharmacy, you'll pay five hundred dollars if you do cash for one hundred and twenty or for three hundred sixty milligrams. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, you can get five hundred milligrams in a little bottle because it's ten milligrams per mil, mm-hmm. in, and it's thirty seven dollars and eighty cents. So that's what I and, and so using the using the fine. vent. Okay, go ahead. The paste. Uh huh. Well, the paste is fine. The mm-hmm. problem is it's not it's not that cheap for what you get. You know, right. you only get. One of those big tubes, those big horse tubes, depending on your weight, you only get about five doses. I see. I see. But, it, but it's safe so, to take because I know a lot of our medications, like uh, amoxicillin, is, is used for animals, too, and it's the same thing. So, Yeah, and, you know, they, they came out and said, oh, there's stuff that's poison in there. I haven't seen anything listed that's poisonous. And the calls, as Dr. Artis points out, the calls to the poison center are fake. They're being yeah. done by ER doctors rather yeah. than patients. No right. patients are calling. So. So I don't think it's a problem. I mean, this is not official medical advice. Read the label. Mm-hmm. And I can't I can't guarantee that the psychopaths running this have, aren't going to doctor. But quite frankly, 
the ones that comforts me, they care a lot about their racehorses and mm-hmm. uh, the rich guys. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to poison them. So I don't think they care about us as much. Good point. It's probably okay. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. And so have all these things on hand and get the liposomal. Right. Why do you like liposomal C? Vitamin C. Uh, liposomal vitamin C. And it's a little more expensive. You don't have to take it all the time, but it's great for when you're sick because it goes right where you want it. It crosses all the membranes and you can take it in bigger doses without getting diarrhea. Okay. So, you know, the problem, if you take big doses of regular vitamin C, you'll just poop it out. Right. What you want to do really in life is, you, you know, we want to just take a little bit all day long. So I take a thousand of liposomal in the morning mm-hmm. and then I, and I like the Mercola liposomal just because I yeah. know it actually works. I've had some people with some other liposomals that didn't, it did give them diarrhea, which says it's not really liposomal. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and then, um, and I don't get a kickback. Mercola's is great. Like I, I actually, I actually have Mercola's brand too. And I like it. I do yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I get a regular drop yeah. ship. And then what I do, and I don't leave on a trip without it. Right, um, right. But then I take just like a chewable during the day, and I try mm-hmm. and put it by my computer and just, you know, so, chew it when I can. Okay. So I, I was doing some research, so, and on polio, it said that they were using 20,000 to 40,000 units back in the 30s, and they were curing polio. And then I had my right. husband on 10,000 units of vitamin C. What is, a, what is a good amount? If you're really sick, what should you be taking in vitamin C? People are afraid they're well, going to take like too much. With a liposomal, yeah. you can, it probably is as good or better than, than IV. Because you see, the IV, once you put it in, it still doesn't cross the membranes as well as liposomal in some ways. Nice, so yeah. I think the, the, the distribution of the liposomal is really good. So, you know, you could take a, you know, what I, this is what I do. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm not saying there's literature on this, but it really seems to work. Mm-hmm. Is I take, you know, six, seven, eight, up to 10 grams. If I'm starting to get sick, sometimes I'll bolus myself with 10 grams of the liposomal. And then I'll take, a, you know, a few more grams throughout the day. Okay. Because you, you generally, you're, the first thing your white cells do, your, your, your army of white cells that are fighting the invader, mm-hmm. is they suck up all the vitamin C they can, they can get I in see. the system. And we never, the, what, the, what the federal government's uh, RDA, what they call the recommended daily allowance, but mm-hmm. what informed doctors call the recommended, or the, the, the recommended death allowance, <laughs> Um, Death it's nothing. It's spitting right. in the wind. It's been outdated for 60 years. I don't know why they're doing that. Jeez. Oh, so, my gosh. So well, I, I do know why. I do think I know why they're doing that. Same reason they don't want us to have NAC. Same reason right. that they've, they've lied to us about vitamin D. You know, we know that if you get your levels up above 60 on vitamin D, you decrease your risk of breast cancer, colon cancer, recurrence of pretty much all cancers. Yeah. There's just all sorts of things it's better for. So taking 10,000. the medicine been telling us, oh, that just makes expensive urine. You don't need more than 400 units a day, international yeah. units a day. They're just lying to us at every turn. Wow. So that's 10,000. So, so make sure you have D and maybe 10,000 a, a day. Make sure you have zinc, maybe 50 of those a day. And when you said yep. vitamin C, you said it in grams, but I'm used to thinking of it in bigger numbers. What would that be in bigger numbers like 5,000, 10,000? Well, 1,000 milligrams per gram. Okay. So if you're taking 10, two grams in the morning, it's mm-hmm. 2,000 milligrams in the morning. Okay. All right. And so these yeah. things... And I get the 500 chewables and just kind of chew them. Nice. I like this. So this yeah. is great advice for people to have all of these things on hand in bulk at home so you can easily treat this so you don't wind up in the hospital and then lose control of the situation because the hospital is going to act very tyrannical. So that's well, what I've seen across the nation. Thing. I'll tell you what happened to us. We ended up in the, my husband went and got admitted because I just couldn't keep him hydrated. Now I have IV. I mean, it also wouldn't hurt to uh, marry a, a, a doctor that's kind of got the plan. But <laughs> but I had I had failed to keep enough IV solution at home. That was my mm. problem. So, 
and I couldn't get it quick enough. So what happened is he, he got too dehydrated. But when he went in the hospital, they gave him some basic – he had pneumonia. He didn't have mm-hmm. COVID. He had yeah. real pneumonia. But they would have treated him for COVID because he had a positive test. And I that's see. the other thing I'm going to say. The problem with, with the tests are they're meaningless. They're not just wrong a little bit. They're like a, a broken clock that gets the right time twice a day. They're right. totally misleading. It's better not to get the test. If you can avoid getting the test, don't get the test. But certainly don't go voluntarily just to see if you've got COVID. It doesn't matter to treatment. <laughs> right. You're and exactly right. It's confusing people. And the real problem is it's doctors are now, even well-meaning ones like me and my colleagues and, and, uh, that are t- taking care of COVID patients, we get so sucked in thinking virus, 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 that now we got to remember, oh, gosh, you can get bacterial or mycoplasma pneumonia, which is what he had. So Antibiotics. So what, but, but the problem is, even though he was getting better on antibiotics and it turned out it had nothing to do with the virus, he was given a bolus of those monoclonal antibodies. Now, here's the problem. They wouldn't let me be with him. They right. Because that's the new isolation. Do you, thing. No I, family, no loved one. We have 30 seconds. And, we have 30 seconds. Do you like okay. those monoclonal yeah. things? Are you okay? No. Yeah, I don't and either. The thing of it is, there was no informed consent. He didn't even know he got them. Oh, my gosh. $15,000 bill. Oh, my gosh. Dr. Lee Merritt. There's, the money, there's money. Yeah, in that I'll have now. you back on that one. I, I don't I don't trust yeah, that yeah. either. Um, by the way, it's themedicalrebel.com. Themedicalrebel.com. Thank you, Dr. Lee Merritt. Really appreciate you. And uh, we'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere.